You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. I was even going to do video today because I even like have my face on, but now I'm not. And folks, Melissa has her face on, so we'll try to record episode of Geekiest Show Ever, episode 230. I can't talk. I'm drinking fizzy water. Melissa's having internet troubles, and Mike's just sitting in the middle of the country laughing at both of us. <laughs> Mike, thanks, Mike. Oh, sure. Well, no, last week when we were podcasting, about an hour after we got done, uh, the internet the whole, the internet, the uh, internet ISP went down. It wasn't just our internet. So we got, we got lucky there. We got in under the wire, but then all of a sudden my wife comes under, we don't have any internet. And I looked and there was nothing there. And then I figured there's nothing coming in. I checked my router and there was nothing coming in. So I figured, well, it's beyond us. And so I did call up and annoy the uh, ISP because the guy who works on it lives like two houses down from me. And I know not to bother the guy because <laughs> wow. everyone else is going to be calling him. So Talk about um, a small neighborhood. That's one of those ones where you go down and say, can I help? <laughs> <laughs> it's 1,200 people. So, yeah, it's a, uh, that's the town, not the neighborhood. Do you have to uh, take turns like pulling a crank or something or – uh, well, okay, mm. you, you you sort of say that, but the town actually does have a, a generator because uh, about it's about ten years ago uh, this winter, I think it was. Um, we no uh, eleven years ago this winter, we had a giant ice storm and it took out the electricity in most of eastern South Dakota. But oh the God. town that I live in actually had a diesel generator, and so they it took them a while to get it fired up because they hadn't used it for a while, and so. They got it up and running, so the town had electricity. And one of the weirdest things I ever heard was it was a diesel generator, and it was like below zero outside. And the diesel fuel they had in there wasn't the correct kind. It wasn't winter-grade diesel, which, Uh (laughs) yeah, it it tends to gel up. And so their uh, their diesel motor gelled up using this fuel. And so the generator wound down, and I heard every motor in the school go, (laughs) And I'm going, what the crap was that? Like I say, every you know motor for the heater and uh, air circulators and everything just wound down, and that was sort of the creepiest thing I've ever heard. It was out of goo. <laughs> I try not to read the comments when I'm talking here because I have trouble Don't talking the without these two ding-dongs distracting Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, uh, first rule of the internet: don't read the comments. Oh, I did. folks, the, the 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 stuff we say back and forth to each other in chat room, we only probably <laughs> actually verbalize about a third of it, and it gets really bad. And Melissa just feeds Mike's and my inner ten-year-old boy. <laughs> I think we're just going to call ourselves the Goo Goo Dolls here after a while. So here we go. Okay, now I'm not going to say anything about the Goo and your doll. Bring Let's... all the boys to the garden. They're like, it's better than yours. <laughs> Mike's, I shake my goo and it's better than yours. <laughs> oh, Lord. No. Uh, every time I hear that song, I think of a friend of mine who who I used to work with. And she, Melissa, she was kind of a carbon copy of you. Oh. So, um, oh, Lord. Yeah, she was, uh, Linda, a God lover. I still talk to her, but she, she moved to Florida. Um, but she... That's um, probably reason for that. She used to walk into the office because she knew I had never heard that song until she started doing it. And she used to walk into the office. I'd be standing there at the coffee machine, and she, I my milkshake to the uh, or my my milkshake brings the boys to the. And she'd start jiggling and Linda, <laughs> let me get the coffee first. <laughs> and now I just want to get something that I use at school all the time. It's called Gugon. <laughs> <laughs> I just used that last night, actually. Mm, I think I'm out go. of my Gugon. 
Uh, I probably need to get like a fifty-five gallon drum. I was in gonna here say you might want to get drums for. <laughs> uh, and yes, folks, you don't hear Elisa. Elisa is off cruising, so we into wish... a potential hurricane. I yeah, think. I think so too. But we're we're dominus ominous and blessing her and crossing our hearts and dotting our eyes and doing whatever we can. Uh, I've been in contact with her. She did send in a weather forecast. She said the prediction is for hot, hotter, and Possibly very wet and tornadic. <laughs> tornadic? Is that a new word? Yeah, yeah tornadic activity. That's a word they yes. use on the Weather Channel. Learn well, something every day. There you go. You've been edumacated. I have been edumacated. <laughs> for, well, for, for, probably ahead. sailing into the eye of the storm. So, The eye of the tiger. I can't remember. Boom, the... boom, boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, now we're just getting goofy. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but, but for me this week, the temperatures are absolutely glorious. The highs are in like going to be in like the mid-60s most of the week. Uh, finally, I can go outside and not die. So, might even have to turn the air conditioner back one notch. Wow. Wow. This is like, it's from like, it's going to go from 11 to 10? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, in, in, in the Midwest here, uh, uh, I think it's going to be up like uh, middle 70s tomorrow, but then the rest of the week, mid-60s, maybe even to 50, because we're getting a chance of rain on Thursday and Tuesday, too. So, yeah, this is your kind of weather, Kevin. It's like 50s and 60s, somewhere in that neighborhood most of the week. It's still shorts and t-shirt weather for me, too. Hmm. I'm not that extreme. And how cool is it down there, Melissa? <laughs> We've actually downgraded. We've downgraded Ooh. from it's always fucking hot to it's just hot. <laughs> it's it's actually getting down into the 80s. It won't be until the 90s until Friday. Oh, you're going to have to get out your woolly undergarments. There. I know. Seriously. M- Mark would be getting out his thermies, as he says. Oh, and folks, flannel sheets. There you go. Oh, I hate those damn things. <laughs> uh, folks, just so that you know, I have been in contact with Mark. He did not drop off the face of the earth. He is going to be with us shortly on the show, I think. Um, Stay tuned for that. He is just enjoying being in between semesters or in between degrees, I should say, from university. So... I think he's, that's the only way he can be with us is shortly, isn't it? Because he's not very, yeah, he's not very tall. Very so tall. He's, yeah, okay. shortly, so he's shortly <laughs> with us. Um, but anyway, he may be joining us from time to time. But he's kind of kicking back and relaxing. I will put in a quick plug. If you want to know more what he's doing right now, go over to subjectivesounds.com, uh, and you'll find a lot of his writing and musings about albums. He's taken his music love and appreciation to the next level, and I I have to give him the. Uh, golf clap for that the um and i don't mean that sarcastically but i mean it's great when you can take your passion and and express it in that way and he's doing some excellent things over there so uh folks go have a listen and you never know you might see my name pop up over there occasionally yes so well folks we actually did have a list of topics despite all the other problems (laughs) for tonight and i'm going but i do want to start off with one thing because it's just like to, to quote Matt Geek Gab, the cool stuff found here. Um, I did get, uh, because there was a delay in me talking about it, I've already gotten another arcade block. And this arcade block was wicked cool. And there were a lot of cool things in it. It had, let me get the uh, little thing, because the stuff has moved on. It's already found a home. One of the, the first thing we took out was there were Super Mario chip clips. In oh. the, 
they were like the uh, mushroom and the power-up star and the flower thing, you know, that'll eat you. So it was wicked cool. And, and who doesn't need chip clips? And I mean, plus they're they're Mario. You have to love it. I mean, how can you not? And then the T-shirt this month, my son was ecstatic with. It's covered in retro gaming uh, hand, or uh, joysticks or whatever you want to call it, the handheld part of retro gaming. I mean, it's all different designs of all the arcade games as far back as I can remember, all the way back to Pong. So it's, Is it from Chop Shop? No, their There's... t-shirts come from uh, Shirt Punch. Hmm. Cool. So, and I have uh, some credits for those if somebody's interested. The other thing that came was an Assassin's Creed figure, and I'll show that to Mike and Melissa. Um, if you're into Assassin's Creed, it's a really cool little figure. Hmm. Okay. So... There's that. And then what I thought was the absolute coolest thing in the world was a USB hub. But because... Not just any USB hub. That's right. But because it has to be arcade or video game theme, it is... looks like a Sega Genesis. Oh, cool. This thing (laughs) is wicked cool looking. I am probably going to replace my Satachi here on my desk with this thing and try this for a while. It's just... It's just too cool looking. It's all USB 3 compatible and all that good stuff? Uh, you know, I didn't even look to see if it was, but I'm pretty sure it said that somewhere. I can't see right now. USB ports up to four ports. I'm looking for USB 3 specification without opening the damn thing up again. Um, it doesn't say, but I'll check into it for But, I mean, that was just super cool this month. I mean, it was a really good thing. And there was also a retro gaming magazine in there. Which is like a, it's five or six dollars an issue. It's a really thick magazine that comes out. I think it's bi-monthly that it comes out. I can't remember off the top of my head. So, and then also I received uh, some more discount codes. Uh, it's ten percent off for if anybody's interested in an arcade block subscription. Um, I think they can be used on arcade or nerd block or t-shirt block or any of the blocks that they sell. How so about sci-fi block? It could be used for that one too. Ooh. So, I mean, any the horror block, you know, could be used for any of them. So, um, and by the way, Arcade Block, if you're listening, sponsorship would be really appreciated. Ooh. Uh, mm. It would make Fearless Leader Tim extremely happy, too. <laughs> well, yeah, especially, well, I see that sci-fi block in there, too. I could see cross-cross uh, uh, pollination going on here. Yeah, and then... I'd be interested in t-shirt block. Yeah, t- yeah, t-shirt block. You get five t-shirts a month. Nice. For thirty dollars, that's actually hmm. pretty good. Yeah, and they're good quality shirts. They really. And they have are. them in larger sizes. Uh, they have them all the way up to men's three or four X. I can't remember. Cool. So yes, they are very very cool. I need some more nerdy t-shirts. We can always use nerdy t-shirts. I was watching a video online today. And uh, there was a lady on there that was, and this leads into our other, the next topic I was going to talk about. She had a T-shirt on. It was a bright yellow, and then in a box on it said "Developer Mode Enabled," and I just <laughs> thought that was the coolest thing. <laughs> I just thought that was so cool. It's fun to get the girls dressed up. Yes, they always, they always. Yeah, no, I'm not going down. Stop, Kevin. Just <laughs> stop before you go too far. Oh, you're so much fun. Yes, this is it. <laughs> We'll save that for after-show conversation. <laughs> there we go. That's safer. That's safer. But what it leads on to is something that I have been 
Um, dealing with, I have talked about, I don't know, several times on the show, I have two phones. Again, not going to go into why I have to have two phones. I have to have two phones. We don't want the, you to kill us. You want what, what, my kilt? What? <laughs> we don't want you to kill us if you have to tell us. Oh, okay. Um, and literally this week, I was 10 seconds away from pulling the trigger on buying a 6S Plus 128 gig, and then I stopped. Hammer time? Yeah, it was hammer time. But <laughs> I stopped, and I, I thought about it for a minute, and I kept, eh, think about it for a second. It was like for, it was off Gazelle, it was $608, which I thought was actually pretty good for one that was in excellent condition, the color and size and everything that I wanted. And then I just stopped for a second, because I've been looking at all these phones, I've looked at all different types of iPhones, you know, even all the way back to getting a five a five, an iPhone 5. Uh, and I thought, no, I don't want to go that far back. I looked at an SE. I've looked at 5S's. I've looked at 6, 6 Plus, 6S, 6 I can't afford 7. There's just no way I can justify a 7 right now for what I want. So I've been looking at But then I go back and I keep drifting back over because I have my second phone right now is an Android phone. So I keep drifting over and looking at some of these Androids. And uh, up until recently, Amazon, this is, this is Mike's crack, was selling mm-hmm. the Moto <laughs> G4 um, for the 16 gig version for, I want to say it was 129 or 149 with special offers. In other words, it had ads like your Kindle would on the lock screen. But just like I care about that, it had a couple Amazon apps pre-installed. But other than that, it was still the pretty much the pure Android experience. It was coming came with Marshmallow, the uh, not the most current version, at least not. It is Nougat officially out yet? I can't remember. Uh, that was nougat. Um, nougat. I don't know I, if it's dropped yet or not. No, I think we're still at marshmallow. I had to have to check my. Channel. I mean, I know nougat's a uh, nougat's widely used on the Nexus because you can get it. Sure, uh, but I don't think it's on. Um, uh, I don't think it's generally available yet. But anyway, but I keep looking at all these phones, and I've looked at I've looked at uh, the blue BLU phone. I've looked at a lot of these phones with big screens and stuff. That are, you know, the we'll say a lot of them are sub 200, some are sub 100 or 125. And I just keep thinking, what is it with me in phones? Do I really need an Android phone? But I keep thinking, I like playing on both sides of the house. I mean, mm-hmm. it is kind of fun to be able to do that. But, but yet I love my iPhone. I love my iOS devices. So it's just, it's, you know, I think, and then I was watching a review video today. And the lady said, the lady I was talking about that had this t-shirt on, I can even, I'll try to remember to put a link to her YouTube channel. I think it's mobiletechreview.com. Uh, in there, it, they were, she reviews all kinds of mobile tech. iPads, iPhones, exploding Samsung Galaxy. No, oh, <laughs> sorry, what I was supposed to say. Uh, but, you know, she reviews all kinds of tech like that. And I was sitting there going, is she ta- started talking about She said, well, these are really the phones for the fanboys. And they were, you're not the fan, the enthusiast was the word she used. I'm getting to think, oh crap, I'm getting addicted again. Now I'm going to have bags <laughs> full of phones, bags <laughs> full of thumb drives. And, I, and, and right now I started thinking the other day I was getting bad with tablets and I started pulling out all the damn tablets I have around the house. I was like, holy shit, what's going on here, people? Massive consumerism, but I'm going on the cheap end. I mean, most of my tablets, except for my two iPads, were all under a hundred bucks. 
<laughs> so, I mean, you're doing better than I am, but okay. Yeah. You know, so I thought, but you know, I could really drift into the rat hole of having two or three phones or four. I could become another Leo Laporte with the phones. And um I is, is there something wrong with me guys? No. Nah. We're, we're we're tech enthusiasts. We got to have it all. Okay. You know, the quote Freddie Mercury, I want it all and I want it now. Uh he wanted other things so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is true. Well, like I say, as you're talking about that, because I was looking and I'd gotten something, the Moto, is it the Moto Z? I think it is. Um, they, uh, I saw this, and you can add, uh, I don't, perhaps it's gimmicky, but it looks kind of interesting to me. You can add all sorts of uh, attachments to this phone. There's, I put a link oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I put a link in the uh, Skype uh, chat there. Uh, so you can snap a, a, the attachment on there. And you can basically, it's a uh, 10x uh, zoom camera that'll go on there. Um, yeah, it has all, it has the, that's the one they had the wild commercials for back early in the year. Where you put the camera on, you can put, change yep. out the, there's all kinds of different things you can do with it. There's a uh, JBL sound blaster speaker you can put on there. You can snap it on there. Of course, these things all cost extra, not all of them are I cheap. they killed you that can, off so that they're still going forward with them. It's out. It's out. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You can get How a. Long uh, do they stay together though? You don't think they kind of fall apart after a while? I don't know. Well, as I, the demonstrations I've seen of them, the magnets that they have, they're magnetics, and they have kind of like a like the new uh, dock connector on the new iPad Pros. They have something similar to that, and some magnets that are like the magnets from hell. I watched this one uh, uh, flow. I can't remember flows. Oh, that flow on. Uh, Twitter, but she writes for the Android portion of iMorse website. I can't remember what it's called. Hmm. Android Central, I think. Or I can't remember. Anyway, uh, I watched her struggle to try to take one apart. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think they really lock together. Now, will they stay that strong? Mm, Who knows? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a project you can put on here. I don't know why you need a projector, but it'd just be kind of nice to project things on the wall. Um, It's, they got, uh, and you can put uh, then you got your cases that you can put on there. Uh, you can put a power pack on there. Yeah, extra battery cases and stuff. On you can get like three days of battery life out of the thing. Yeah, there's that that camera mod. So there's all kinds of it, you know it, it intrigued me. Now I don't know if it's gimmick gimmicky or if I would actually you know use it. Um, but you know it certainly looks cool. And I've been saying I want a you know big phone. And how much is this? This is the Moto. Oh, they're expensive. The Moto Z is up the top of the line phone for them. Okay, uh, so it's the Z. So let's see here. Yeah, as long as it doesn't explode. This is true. Yes, this, that's a good thing. What was it? I heard somebody say the other day. It's a good thing the Samsung Note Seven are waterproof because that's the best way to operate them. It's underwater. <laughs> Well, and then oh and slightly off topic here, but then I also saw, and of course it's more of a clickbait headline, but uh, Samsung also has exploding washing machines now. Yeah, I read that too. Oh, shit. It, well, <laughs> well, it doesn't explode, but it starts spinning so fast that it self-destructs. That's they not showed, good. They showed pictures of it. It looked like it blew apart, but uh, mm. yeah. Oh, so, wow. yeah. Want me to get your laundry done? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Samsung may want to rethink things a little bit. It but slices, it dices, it'll even blow up your laundry. Awesome. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> no. 
Exactly. I don't want my I don't want my underwear shooting across the neighbor's yard. <laughs> and if it's running the marshmallow operating system, <laughs> you want marshmallows with that? <laughs> Roasted marshmallows. You put some chocolate on. You got a s'more. Our new operating system is now called s'mores. Mike's tidy whitey shooting across the yard at the neighbors. <laughs> uh, that could be a. Uh, yeah, I can't even come up with anything good with that. So. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back to phones before my love goo comes into play again. (laughs) And there it is, folks. The goo has reappeared again. Oh, Oh, Lord. The never-ending goo. But anyway, you know, I just, I was sitting there going, why am I so enthralled with phones? But then I started thinking about it a little harder. Phones and tablets. Did it hurt? Yeah, it did hurt. It was very painful. (laughs) I had to go sit in the, take a shower because it hurts so bad. (laughs) But phones and tablets are the new... Computer, hotness. yeah, the new hotness, the the new computing platform. Well, uh, there's probably are we reaching a point yet where there's probably more? Have we reached that tipping point where we have more people whose primary device is a phone and or tablet rather than a computer? I think my dad's going to be at that point. He's he's waiting for his mm-hmm. iPhone Seven Plus, and you know he keeps talking about getting a laptop. And every time I think about that, I think about. Like kind of the support end of it, but yeah, I have to support that then. And I'd rather just support a phone from three thousand miles away than than a computer and all stuff well, yeah. that he does on it. Well, I mean, for him, I would think that a phone and or an iPad would be the perfect stuff based on what I know of what your dad does. Yeah, it would be, but like he's learned the hard way. The iPad's just a little bit too much glass for him because he's broken it twice now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> Got some anger management issues. <laughs> oh dear, that's not good. Yeah. And then we sit Plus here and ponder where did Melissa get those from? <laughs> the apple does not fall far from that tree, let me tell you. That There's so many oh. things I catch myself doing because I'm a tinkerer too, and that's just it. I mean, he's he's a technician, and so I, I catch myself doing stuff, and I'm like, oh, or I'll go and I'll spend you know summer with my dad, and oh, that's why I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, never a good realization. Oh, shit, I turned into my parents. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, the first time, I, first time I pulled the car over and said, don't wake me, come back there, I went, oh, shit. That <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, that hit. I'm it. I'm done. <laughs> it's over with. Yeah, there's so. been a couple times where I've been yelling at the kids and, like, my mom slipped out, like, oh, crap. <laughs> where did That's she come from? <laughs> Mom, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> And, and your husband goes, it's okay, scary. kids. It's okay, it's kids. It's scary. Mom has multiple personalities. <laughs> so, but yeah. I, you know, we like our gadgets. They they keep us in check. That's true. So, yeah. I don't, Stay tuned, folks. And of course, then, uh, God bless her heart, Dorothy Yamamoto was enabling me. She sent me a message today. Uh, <laughs> Costco is now selling 256-gig thumb drives. For thirty nine dollars, so I got so, so I got to figure out how to get to Costco this week. Oh no! Uh, and, oh wait a minute, I think my wife's going to get stuff at Costco this week. <gasps> I'll just have her get it for me. It's not as yeah. bad though. You know what's really difficult though? It's like lately I've been I've been wondering. My battery just really sucks on my six S, and I think to myself, is this just? Like, is the battery really a problem, or is it just because I'm just on my phone all the time? I mean, I I sit and think about it, and I wonder, like, I just use my phone a lot. I, I really, really consume it. I love it, and it's such a tool for me throughout the day that 
I, I, it's hard to say. I mean, I just think it's just because I use my phone so much. Well, see, that's what happens. And I've, I've said this before on the show. My iPad Air 2, which I love, when I'm upstairs, and, and again, because of the way I do things, I don't spend as much time down here in front of my iMac as I used to because mm-hmm. I associate that with work. Yep, and, <laughs> exactly. And, and it's not a bad thing, but it's, you know, it's a mental thing. Mm-hmm. So then my iPad becomes like my default computer, mm-hmm. but I use the hell out of it. I mean, I'm streaming work, video and I'm doing all kinds of... I mean, Mac, you know, the Mac op- the uh, Mac OS operating system makes work fun, but then iOS makes it that much more fun. So I think that's part of the problem is that you're actually working, but it might not feel like work, so you just do more of it. Well, you know, it's funny. I had to go get my eyes checked this week because I had forgotten and screwed up, hadn't been for way too long. And the, the, when they gave me my prescription, and yes, I'd gotten my close up vision had gotten worse. I, that makes me nearsighted or farsighted? I forget what Farsighted. You, know. you can't I, see close, it's far away. Okay. That's it. So, uh, yeah, because I can see your house there, Mike. Anyway, the, <laughs> I have good distance vision. <laughs> Wow. Follows, follows the curvature of the earth. Anyway, Can you see Russia from your backyard? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melissa, stop scratching like that. Anyway, the... <laughs> uh, but, so I was... There, and and the, when I went out to get my order my glasses, the lady said, the optometrist said, uh, or whatever you call the person that runs the optometrist. eye... Optometrist. Okay, I got it right. I screwed that up, too. She said, what do you do and how do you use your glasses? And I said, well, I sit in front of a computer a good bit every day. And she said, one or more screens? I said, more than uh, one. Oh, <laughs> silly question. Multiple screens. I mean, I yeah. generally sit, the minimum I ever sit in front of is three. I sit, in, depending on where I'm working, whether it's at my desk at work or at home, it can be up to five now. So Basically, Kevin has his own tanning bed. Yes. I've even tanned my armpits. Uh, <laughs> that's what I compute without shirt on. Anyway. No stripes. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. So she said, well, they now have special lenses for people. And then she even asked, are they wall-mounted or desk-mounted? I said, they're all desk-mounted. So, hmm. uh, you know, it's, did you get some? Did you get the, the special lenses? Yep, sure did. They are said, they tinted? Like, do you notice a difference? Well, I haven't gotten them yet. It was an order. Oh, I can't but, wait to hear about it. Well, cause Don't they have a little bit of a yellow to help mute? I, I, I've i heard something about computer lenses. This yeah, is, me too. I, That's I, why I'm curious. I want to I mean, know. I have progressive lenses. Because oh. I, I need the stronger at the bottom and the, the mm. not as much at the top. And I, I don't know. I'm supposed to get them would be towards the end of, let's see, this is a week, end of, a week, about a week from Friday I should get them, I think, is when I'll get them. And uh, I'll see how it goes. I'll let you know because it'll, it'll yeah, be I quite a change. Yeah, I can't wait to see what you think of them. Yeah, because I, I need to get some glasses too. And... Um, and I do, do you have progressives yet or is this, oh, you're yeah. oh yeah, no, I've been oh, yeah. wearing progressives for, okay. All right. This well, I need my third, fourth pair. I can't remember. Well, and I, I need to have my eyes checked because I know you guys are tired of looking at my nostrils, but it's the only way I can read my, uh, monitors there is to tell oh, my head Oh, is that back. why you do that? <laughs> well, no, I'm looking down my nose at you people, but no, um, yeah, I have to tilt my head back so I can read and hopefully your glasses checking. are changing. I thought you were doing a booger check or something. <laughs> Any boogies? No. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like me and my kids. Yep, that's, oh, that's funny. I'm the boogie Gestapo. Yeah, Can't there. stand boogies. Yep. So, but anyway, the uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this this comes out because you know the it, 
it really wasn't it wasn't hardly a it was very slight difference in cost to go oh, with, yeah. the, with these special lenses uh and then they there my insurance is apparent my vision insurance is pro, is apparently really good but it was like i think i had to pay out of pocket 410 dollars and something and i think the insurance covered another five or six hundred dollars of it if i remember right oh hmm. wow so these were some expensive glasses yeah they better they yeah. better be good have you been having headaches no, just when I'm podcasting. Uh, I was going to say he doesn't. Bump. I was going to say Kevin's a carrier. He doesn't get uh, headaches, but don't bump. Uh, no, actually. What I about night driving? Do you guys have issues with night driving? Because that really bothers me. Um, most people get the hell out of the way. <laughs> I solve the problem by not going out at night. You know? Yeah, me too. That's what the, the few times when I do have to drive at night, I think, oh, holy shit, this is why I don't do this. I when I go to work in the morning it's night and that's a 40, mm. 45 mile drive in the dark. Okay, and, so then your eyes must adjust to it then. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I do a lot of night driving and with all the rain we recently had because we had like between depending on where you measure it between around five and a half to six inches of rain the last couple of days. Um, what are you guys thinking about flux and uh, what is it nightshade? The flux capacitor. No, on the Mac. Did you ever use the Flux uh, oh. app? Uh, oh, does that change the color of the screen yeah. Yeah. as the night as time changes? Mm-hmm. I couldn't fluck and find it. I don't. <laughs> I just started using it not long ago, and it actually it does help. Um, but there's been times where I've been working on something, and I'm like, oh man, seriously, no, I have to. I end up having to disable it temporarily. Um, but it, it does it does seem to help because all that blue light just bathing your eyeballs in led it just i have issues with insomnia so i'm always looking for ways to try to hack myself and try to trick myself into get the hell off the computer melissa yeah well see i i'm good about that in one sense that i try to follow that advice they really say not an up to uh, at least an hour before bedtime but i try to do the 30 minute before bedtime i try to get away from the tv you know and do things like that, and do my evening evolutions as I do, and all that sort of thing. I've gotten yeah, good a- about the TV because that you can't control. That's just really bright blue light. I've tried making my own custom, you know, monitor settings and stuff, and it just it doesn't seem to help. But at least on the computer, it's it's called F dot Lux Flux, and it's free. And you just you just download it and install it, and you tell it your location, and it'll detect you know what time of day it is, and it'll start to yellow the screen, and and it it's really dramatic, and people really really hate it. But that's kind of the point is to try to try to train your brain to you know oh okay the screen's changing. It means that I got to start really thinking about winding down here. Hmm. Yeah. See, I, I about thirty seconds before I go to bed, I'll quit watching the computer. But I don't know. Maybe it also has something to do with the fact that I only sleep between four and five hours most nights. I don't know. Maybe I just exhaust myself and then I go to bed. Yeah. Maybe not the best thing in the world, but I do that to some extent too. Because mm-hmm. yeah, because I I generally go to bed around most nights around about ten o'clock, and then I'm up about four thirty, twenty minutes to five the next morning. So. That's see, what, about six hours, a little over six hours. Yeah, and see, I try to get to bed. When I have to get up in the mornings to go to work at 4.30, I get up Well, I get up at about quarter after four. I have to be to work at 5.30. Um, so I try to get to bed by 12 o'clock. So that's a little over four hours of sleep. Um, when I work the afternoon shifts, I can sleep. And then it's maybe five, six hours 
Uh, but I just I can't get myself to go to sleep too early in the night, no matter what I've tried. Now I've tried to go to bed earlier. I just wake up an hour earlier, so I just kind of said, "Screw it." Yeah, ever um, since I've always been a night owl. I've always been like part vampire or something. I'm just I'm just more of a night person. And then when the kids came, all bets were off. It just totally screwed with my sleeping, and I just haven't really bounced back or recovered ever since. So yeah, I just fill in the blanks. I just try to get it where I can. Yeah, because I used to be really bad about it when I was younger. I mean, I would. Uh, I would run on about three hours, maybe four hours of sleep when I was younger and do it for a week or two, you know, for a week or two at a time. And mm-hmm. then I'd have a weekend where I was kind of, uh, uh, and then bounce back. And I mean, cause mm-hmm. my, my normal routine used to be, I, when I worked outside, I'd get up and I had to meet my ride at, when I meet my ride at like 10 minutes to six. So I'd get up at like five fifteen, shower, dress, put my uniform on and get down to meet my ride. I'd usually doze on the way to work because I wasn't driving. <laughs> I was in a carpool. Mm-hmm. I'd get to work, pick up my work for the day, go out and get in my truck, go over to 7-Eleven. I'd get a, a big bottle of Mountain Dew and a, oh boy. Ch- and a chocolate-covered honey bun. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I would buzz right up until about lunchtime, come in, eat my lunch, doze through the rest of the lunch hour. Crash. <laughs> get Then lunch was over. I'd get up. I'd head to 7-Eleven again and get another Mountain Dew or a Slurpee or something. And that would keep me going in the afternoon, ride home, doze off and on, go home, get cleaned up, eat dinner, and head out for the night, come home about 1 o'clock in the morning, go to bed, rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Mm. <laughs> Did yeah, that but at least you had a cycle, and you, you yeah. kept it pretty consistent. Yeah. Much and to my she, mother's chagrin. And then kids come. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was even before I was married. I was bad about that. Yeah. Well, see, I, and I blame sheep. Because when we were farm, no, I do. Are you because worrying we... the sheep again? <laughs> no, no, no. When we were farming, uh, we would usually lamb about January, February, when it was like we'd get temperatures down below zero. So I would get up every couple. No, I wouldn't get up. I'd just stay up uh, and go out and check the sheep. Sometimes it was really cold, maybe about every hour or so, just to make sure that newborn lambs didn't freeze to death out in the barn. So, and I would stay up till three four o'clock in the morning and then my wife would go out about six o'clock and check things and let them out and try to deal with them and sometimes she would wake me up after only a couple hours of sleep you talk about a zombie um because i had to go out and deal with something like what it just sounds like a different kind of kid the four-legged variety sure yeah uh if we had goats they would literally be kids but no these were sheep (laughs) 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 oh great minds think alike or should be banned or something but um no, and so I, I just kind of got used to that, and I'm a, kind of a night owl anyway, because I kind of like, well, even when we had kids and I could get away with I would stay up late just because it was my time to be away from everyone, you know, because I, I do like people, but I also like to be alone and not yeah, be... Yeah, that's what it is for me. I like that yeah. solitude. Yes, and the quiet and, you know, everything is just a different vibe at night than it is in the morning. Um, you know, be that good or bad, because sometimes, you know, dark thoughts come in the middle of the night, too. Um but, you know, it just gives you a, t- a chance to not have to deal with people and think about things and whatever. Um, or not have to be bugged by people. Yeah, recharging, basically. And so, like I said, I, and, uh, so I try to get to bed earlier, but, you know, it just doesn't quite work out. So you just don't have I triple don't, charge during the day. <laughs> yeah, and I come home after work and I'll, you know, take a nap for, it depends, maybe a few minutes, maybe an hour, sometimes a little bit more. It depends on how my day went. I drink coffee again during noon. I only get a half hour for noon, but I may take, you know, 10 minutes, just kind of close my eyes and, you know, try to 
you know, bounce back a little bit there. But yeah, some weird combination of coffee and uh, and adrenaline. It's one of those things I keep joking that I'm like a shark that, you know, they say that sharks mm-hmm. have to keep moving or they'll die. Well, for me, it's like I have to keep moving or I fall asleep. So part of my mm-hmm. duties at work is I have to be there during lunch to, you know, be there if something gets spilled. I have to supervise the garbage can and all this other stuff. So I'm just sitting there. My body's going, hey, we're sitting down. Let's go to sleep. No, they kind of like me to be awake and pay attention to things. And so that's a battle between my mind and my body, just not to, you know, curl over and go to sleep. But, you know, because if I start snoring there, I'm pretty sure the whole lunch room would look at me and, you know. Well, look, being a person that suffers from uh, sleep apnea, I can, I can completely understand that because uh, my family used to think there was something really wrong with me. We'd be sitting at family gatherings and everybody would be talking. Huh? Past tense? Past tense used what? To? They used to think something was wrong with you. Yeah, in a different way. Different mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh. That's just something different. Yeah. You know, There's still something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not good. That's, <laughs> that's a why deep, we get along. That's a deep well. We don't want to go down. We'll, we'll never get out. Anyway, uh, but I would doze off, but it was that weird state of sleep where I could, if they would talk about me, I'd say, no, I'm not. And But yet I was snoring or something sitting there with them around me. Yeah, my husband does that. He doesn't have sleep apnea, but he has something, not has, but he does this other thing where he's sort of semi-conscious, but he makes this, like, noise and drives me up the wall. Or you, you kind of snort or something like that, or, you know. Yeah, I, I've I've kind of done that a few times, but most of the time when I do, it's like I'm out, and then they just, I don't know, they haven't, you know, shaved me or done anything weird like that. But, yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Don't give him any ideas. Yeah, well, my daughter wants to shave off my beard and mustache, but no. Oh, she doesn't like it, huh? No. Dad, get rid of it. No. She never well, has liked it from what I recall. No, never has. I don't no. think I've ever seen you without a beard or mustache. No, well, I have to d- differentiate me from my brother. Uh, that's oh. wrong. Sorry. 14 years apart, but I was always mistaken for him, so I just grew this so that people would know that I'm me and not him. Oh, that's funny. Wait, your name is who? But no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, no, I um, yeah, it was just it was weird. But once I got treated for apnea, everything got better. So I stopped doing that. Now, if I go to sleep, like when I'm upstairs, it's just because I'm just freaking tired, so <laughs> or I haven't had a lot enough sleep, and I'll just be sitting in the recliner going, "Oh, this is a great." <laughs> I've had to rewatch some podcasts a couple times because I'll get relaxed and I'll get in my tech zone and I'm enjoying it. And it's like, uh, I know certain voices just kind of put me out. <laughs> it's not that they're boring. It's just that they're relaxed. no, right? Yeah, it's they're not boring at all. And relaxing. I'm trying so hard to pay attention. I just can't. <laughs> and, I, and I and I wake up going, ah, oh, damn it, because my brain starts going to my happy technology yeah. place. Right, right. You start dreaming about stuff. You're like, oh, I got to do that. Oh yeah, I got to do that. Oh, I got to do that. And you start getting all excited and to the point where you're just overstimulated and yeah, that's that's what happens. So. <laughs> You know, it is what it is. Can't help it, folks. We are geeks. We are geeks. You know, might be good if we had a show about geek. Oh, wait, we do. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that was that was my quandary today as I was going through the phone thing. And just stay tuned. I may snag a phone yet, I <laughs> or two or three. It's some of the ones I saw at sub one hundred dollars. I'm liable to get three of them and try them. <laughs> Wow, see. I mean, really, you know, five point two, five point five inch screens. The first step is admitting it. That's right. 
So, you know, I admit I have a problem. I, I admitted my thumb drive problem. Hasn't cured it. I've still got like 50 <laughs> of the damn 60 of the things that are around here, but I admitted I have the problem. So, and now that I can get the Speaking of phones, yes. I wanna, I'm really dying to know what you think about this topic that, that I picked about what happens. And it doesn't have to be just an iPhone 7, but what I want to know really what happens when you drop your phone in the toilet or in a pool or, I mean, what happens to, what do you do? Do you rinse it off? Do you, do you rinse it off with distilled water? I don't know. I've never dropped I mean, a phone in anything. What wouldn't, if you, like, let's say if you, if you jumped into a pool with it, wouldn't the chlorine and things start to degrade the electronics over time? Yeah, it should. I mean, it's good. Well, it doesn't degrade the electronics as much as the stuff that's in the water, like around here, because we have very hard water. Yeah, we do too. The water, as the water dries out, the the minerals in the water will dry onto the board. That'll create cross connections, shorting things out, and it's not the water that shorts it out. It's the stuff that comes right. out of the water. That's why I'm wondering if maybe I don't know. I mean, I I just wonder if maybe. If you drop your your phone in the toilet or something, I mean, obviously, if you drop your phone in the toilet, you're going to want to sanitize it. I mean, come on. So, what would you? How would you do that? How would you wash a phone? Well, I think I would try to get one of those. Uh, if I was really going to do it and keep the phone, mm-hmm. I would, you know, assuming it's still working, I would probably get one of those deionizer things and, and run it across the UV. Oh, where they like a, It's like a sonic and vibrates and stuff. Yeah, it it. Um, it, it 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 you know it bathes it in UV light and and does all kinds of things to it and um, wow you know can really clear, kind of, I'm thinking of Sheldon with his toothbrush is the only analogy <laughs> I can come up with right okay the, the, but it's you know it's that type of thing where it uh-huh. you know ultraviolet cleaning of it because ultraviolet will kill some serious shit <laughs> so you're not adding more liquid to it this is bathing no. it in some kind of light. Okay, but if you yep. didn't have one of those, <laughs> maybe I maybe I need to go shopping for one of those well, for a pick list. Well, and yeah. it, just it, have it one depends. hand, you know. We're, we're dealing with two things here, though. I mean, to get rid of the microbial stuff or whatever, the living stuff, the UV would work. But you know, what would you do, like you say, for the uh, the minerals in the water? I mean, mm-hmm. um, would you want to turn it off, take the battery out, or whatever, put it in alcohol? Would that take it? No, I wouldn't distilled do anything water, for the d- Distilled water would well, be better to wash it with if you're going to do that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. what I'm, I'm just thinking here in a pinch where, you know, we're not talking about disassembling the phone. You know, this is a brand, like, you know, just say sure. for the sake of argument, this is a brand new, you know, 7 plus or so. I'm thinking of my dad, okay? <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> of, you know, you get this brand new thing before he puts a case on it and drops it in the urinal or something because he's not used to wielding such a big phone. Um just because of the accidents he's had with this iPad and stuff. Not water-related, but, you know, he does go in the pool, and he's usually pretty good about emptying his pockets. But what if he doesn't? Like, what if he, you know, just did a cannonball? I, I, I'm just picturing my dad doing a cannonball into the water and him calling me late, later, like, guess what I did? Or, you know. Uh, Your dad's I mean, a good case for an otter box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, he's just going to have to get something. Um but, you know, just anybody in general. I mean, what what if, you know, what if a client asks? What if, you know, a relative asks? I mean, you know, regular case scenario, somebody drops it in the toilet, which is the most common thing, or, you know, goes jumping in the pool not thinking about it. 
I would think the first thing I would grab would be distilled water because I usually do keep some of that on hand anyway just because I have allergies and other things and stuff. Um, I would probably just dunk it in there, swish it around for a second or two. I mean, it's already been in the water, right? So I would probably clean it out with, with distilled water and then let it dry. Yeah, you just need to dry it really good then because as much as you clean it with distilled water, the other water that got into it, you need to make sure yeah it dries with as few chemicals in it i mean we've had other electronic devices i had a little mp3 player that uh, i left in the pocket of my shorts and made it through two wash cycles and uh, it worked oh yeah wow it was yes little... yeah, i just had a motorola bluetooth earpiece that went for a swim in the washing machine after i'd had it for about four years and i read you know i went quick online like oh crap it's probably a goner because well it didn't just go through the washing machine it went through the dryer too so it could have been the dryer that killed it from the heat but one of the things that i read in the forums was to soak it in you know it's already been in the washing machine soak it in some distilled water to try to get any of like the detergent remnants and things like that out of it and i couldn't revive it it was a goner but i just you know when when that happened it made me think well, wouldn't you take a, a phone and rinse that in distilled water? Or even, I, I wonder about these people who have the Apple Watches who have been swimming in the pool with them. And I'm talking about the, the first series. Oh, yeah, the ones that don't spit it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not advertised as waterproof. They're But they're water, water resistant. resistant. Right. And, and, and they're not even advertising the new ones as completely waterproof because that's... Yeah, I don't think you'll ever see anything that's waterproof, but water-resistant. But then they're talking about them being water-resistant, being able to wear them in the swimming pool. But then what about the chemicals? Or what if what if you're in saline? I don't know. I just, I just wonder what's going to happen to these gadgets, these devices over time, as more and more people start to use them around water. I mean, the, the thing that attracts me about the newer version, that's why my, my pick is going to be an iPhone uh, 7 Plus, because I did get to play with one, and Don't I like the idea <laughs> I like the idea that the home button is all integrated. It's not, there's no seam or anything like that, because there have been so many times where I'm listening to a podcast or, you know, music or something, and I have the phone outside the shower, and then my alarm will go off or something, and I'll have to, like, you know, go fishing for a towel, try to dry my finger off to press the, you know, I wouldn't have to do that. I could just reach out and just tap it with a wet finger, I would think, because there's no other place where the water would get in, right? Yeah, no, I understand. I don't know which I'm more concerned with, the fact that you're taking the phone in the bathroom with you or... (laughs) My phone's always with me, everywhere I go. (laughs) No, I I understand. Believe me, I understand. I even Um, have, like, a Bluetooth, like, little, you know, speaker that boosts the bass and everything. Yeah, I I got this silly look one time when I was walking out of the restroom at work, and somebody said, you just emailed me. I said, yeah, what's the point? (laughs) (laughs) They went, but you were, I said, what's your point? I said, I'm being productive. I do some of my best work. I I mean, seriously, I mean, you know, I'm having to do work. I, you know, I want to make use of my time. I have work to keep me busy. Yeah. You you could have looked at him and said, I walked in there, sat down and thought of you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Probably not the best idea in the world with some of the people. Yeah, Yeah, well, nobody can give me any shit for it because, you know, when you have kids, like, sometimes you have to hide in the bathroom, and even then you're not (laughs) safe because they'll just follow you in there, too. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Believe me. uh, Get out of my office. It's still not as good as the, uh, and I'll quick little side note. I walked in the restroom one day at, at work, and I looked over, and I could see, you know, you see under the stall a little bit. 
somebody had file folders and papers all sorted out. Oh, when they were working on filing and doing all sorts. I'm going, really? That's even going a little too far for me to be doing that in the bathroom <laughs> to take your you know, project files in there and you're sorting out invoices and all that stuff. And Nobody wants to deal with those papers after you've been doing that. No. She was like such a workaholic that she actually was doing work while she was in labor with her child. And I thought, you know, that's pushing a little bit too far. But then I have to say, I utilized my iPhone with both of my labors and it was really a good tool for pain management. So I can't, I can't complain too much when, when people make comments about women tweeting and things like that because I did it and it really helps take your mind off of things. Well, look at Allison's daughter. I mean, she used her watch to measure before she started labor. She put it into other workout so she could see just how many calories she burned having, giving birth to her son. So <laughs> That's cool. I was actually, well, I think I told you guys this story before, but it's just, it's just funny. I like telling this story. Uh, when I was pregnant with Keegan, I had, I had an iPhone, and I had used a contraction app that basically was the screen basically just made this big green button. And it was so that you could, you know, because it's exhausting. And so you're trying to sleep and you're trying to just rest. Sleep is just impossible. And I had it just kind of laying by my pillow. And every time I would feel a contraction coming on, I would just tap the button. And it was supposed to help you time it. And, of course, you know, it's one of those things where you sign up for an account. and Oh, you want to connect it to Twitter? Yeah, sure. I was tweeting my contractions. I mean, I knew that, that <laughs> that's what was going on. But with this, this was with my second son. My first son, I had been induced, so I didn't know what it was like to go into labor. I didn't. I had no idea. I felt so dumb, and so I'm tweeting these contractions, and the internet is like getting back to me, and they're like, "Melissa, you are in labor. You need to go to the hospital now." <laughs> you know, the internet is telling me that I need to leave. Not my husband. You know, not my my obstetrician or anything. No, the internet is telling me because they're watching these contractions on Twitter. It was actually quite hilarious. Now but, that I can look back and laugh at it, at the time, it wasn't so put, funny. Put the phone in your pocket or down and leave for the hospital now. <laughs> Please exit the the room and enter the delivery room or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So, so talk about crowdsourcing. There you go. Yeah, crowdsourcing your labor. <laughs> hey, base. it helped me because man, I might not have left in time. That's true. <laughs> Nate said, "What are you doing?" Said, oh, I think I just had the baby. <laughs> so yeah, that would have yeah that wouldn't have turned out so well. I don't think. But you know. well, it, it depending on well, from my perspective, it may have because. The surgery was not a picnic either, so I would have almost rather not have had dad the surgery. I'm still convinced I could have done it without surgery, but you know, neither here nor there. But it it was uh it was just it was very helpful. I mean, it was helpful having that and being able to contact people because I mean, my family's my actual family is three thousand miles away, and you know the the firstborn is over at the grandparents, and it's just my husband and I, and that's it. You know. Oh dear! I should not have read the show. Should not have read the chat room. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin, revenge is hell. Yeah. And we'll just let the people ponder on what we're talking. Yeah. About. Uh, yeah. So, um. Oh wait, but I get my brain just. <laughs> How do you know I didn't? <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. We've... Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you back. Bring it back, Kevin Briggs. Steer it back. The, uh, so yeah, listen, that, listen. yeah. I you know I've been fortunate to this point that I've never done anything like that with any of my portable electronics. I guess is the best way to say that. 
Um, my Blackberry got fairly wet in a rainstorm, but it didn't seem to really hurt it. And that thing probably had more openings in it than the modern phones do, because, I mean, that had a physical keyboard on it. Well, and I'm a freaking idiot because this summer I was doing a lot of pressure washing at work, and I had my iPod and my iPhone. They are in cases, but they're not like waterproof cases or anything. Uh, my phone is in a battery case, so the ports were at least covered up. But, I mean, I'm sitting there pressure washing things with my holsters on, and I'm not going to say it's got, like, soaking wet, but there was a lot of moisture flying around there, and uh, things would be a little damp and everything. But I never, you know, nothing ever, you know, I never had anything go bad. It's not like I'm soaking anything. But like I say, they're around water. Who knows? Maybe they're going to go belly up tomorrow for all I know. So From mineral deposits and things building up over time? Soap deposits, whatever. You mm-hmm. know, I, th- I take that back. I think one time I did drop my phone in the snow. But again, I snatched it right back up and it brushed off. I mean, it didn't even have time to melt on the phone. So I think that's as close as I've ever come to draw. I think I did that one time. I can't remember. I thought I did. I've actually washed one of the older Apple keyboards, like actually taken it off, run it underwater with soap and water because I kept oh, puked on it, so kind of had to be done. <laughs> the mechanical keyboards, the more yeah. mechanical ones, yeah. yeah. See, now here in the Southwest, it's so arid that we I've never had to use rice to dry anything out. It's just so dry, you could just set it out, and we have our, our washing machine and dryer on the outside of the house, like in a... And in a room that's on the outside of the house because of the heat, you don't want to have that kind of stuff inside your house in, you know, the desert where it's really fucking hot. <laughs> so we just, I just lay the towel out there and just put the electronics out there and let them dry. Mm. Sanitizes it too. It just gets so hot. That's true. Yeah. I, mm. yeah. I don't know. I'd be curious to hear if the listeners, what they've done. I mean, there's the rice thing. We did that with a pedometer, an electronic pedometer we had one time. It rescued one, didn't rescue the other one. Hmm. Um, I don't think what else I've done that sort of thing with the iPod. Like I said, the little MP3 player I had, it it was fine. It went through the washer and the dryer. I just let it. I let it sit around for maybe a couple weeks. Stuck a new battery in it. Went off. Hmm. And it worked. Still being used. <laughs> so that being said, do you guys usually buy the warranty? Do you guys buy Apple Care Plus or Square Trade or something like that? I have not on hmm. any. Of my recent iOS devices, or mm-hmm. a portable electronics, I'll put it that way. I've been tempted, but I have not. So just so. out of curiosity, like, what's your reasoning for... for I'm just trying to decide, because I've always gotten a Square Trade warranty. I mean, Apple Care Plus is now kind of making it a little bit of a sweeter deal to go with them instead. But I'm just thinking for my next iPhone, I'm wondering what I'm going to do. Well, the last thing that I would have gotten that I could have done that with would have been the Air 2... And I had intended to do it, and it was a Christmas gift. Uh, and my wife didn't, you know, she didn't buy it because Best Buy was, you know, put pumping their warranty over the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Apple Care warranty. And I said, no, that's good that she didn't get it. I'd, I'll rather yeah. get the Apple Care. My iPad Air 2 is now almost two years old, so it would expire, you know, in December. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it's past the time when I can buy it anyway. So, right, and by then it's like the the value of it has gone down, so it's not really worth it anyway. Yeah. But for the first two years of ownership, I I usually get it because I figure, you know, even just a cracked screen, you know, you're talking nowadays with Apple Care Plus, it's twenty nine bucks. Whereas yeah. if you don't have it, it's going to be over a hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, you you kind of got to go with just your happens. Well, yeah, but you know, you also got to kind of go with your track record and play the odds here because mm-hmm. I have. 
I don't even know if I want to count up how many tablets I got. My I got my iPod. I got my iPhone. Um, I got my Surface tablet. I got a bunch of other things. And I've never cracked a screen. I've never done anything like that. And like I say, my iPhone uh, and my iPod both uh, are with me at work. And I'm a custodian. I mean, I lift things. I carry things. I do all kinds of stuff. I never had any problems. And, you know, it's not to say that, you know, a person might not have, you know, something go wrong. But if you look at how much it costs... And I think I could stand to repair one or maybe two things for the price of what an extended warranty would cost. I guess I'm basically playing the odds and say that if something ever happens, I'm money ahead probably just to pay for that than I would be to pay for an extended warranty. Now, if you're a Butterfingers and you drop things all the time and you, um, you know, or you're you know really rough and tumble. I mean, if you're jumping out of an airplane with something, you know, with a tablet or some such thing, yeah, maybe you want to consider that. Or you know, something if the conditions are you know different. But like I say, I've just I've um, and I've had tablets or you know different things for the last I don't know what three years or something like that. And I take them to work with me. I've done things. I've taken them different places. I've never had any problems. So. Um, I just don't see the the need, but again, if you're taking a, a lot of places, you travel with them, you use them day in day out, uh, and your chances of them getting hurt go up, then maybe you'd want to consider it. But like I say, it, you kind of got to look at your lifestyle too, and see how you do things and how you treat things and what kind of it's luck like you a, have. a risk assessment. I think I think sure. I've always just gotten the warranties just because being a mom with little kids. You know, and I'm just always thinking about it's not that I, I hand my phone to the kids that much because it's my toy. <laughs> I want to use it all the time. It's usually not out of my hand. Uh, and they have their own devices, which, you know, by the time they get them, they're they're not really worth that much. And they're hand-me-downs, so the, there's no point in having a warranty on them. But I've just always thought, you know, well, what if they pick it up and they play with it? Or I've just It's just been the mom in me that's just wanting to protect that and protect that investment. And now with my... Oh, it's my dad getting one. It's just, uh, I'm just kind of thinking he should get one because he's like, ah, I don't get the warranties. I don't believe in that. And they're just upselling you on something. And so I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. if you drop it day two, you're out 800 bucks. It, it was interesting, though, that on the, uh, it, it's been like an electronics thing. Uh, last year, my wife gave me the 50 inch TV I've got upstairs. Uh, the year before, she gave me the iPad Air 2. And the year before that, she gave me the 40-inch TV that's down here. So, mm-hmm. And this was the first time we'd had LCD TVs. She doesn't I, like you very much, does she? No, she really hates my guts. <laughs> um, but she did buy the Square Trade warranty on the two TVs when she bought them. But it mm-hmm. was relatively cheap from Costco. So mm-hmm. that's why she ended up doing it. But, you know, the... I don't know. I you know I the washing I machine and, and dryer warranty saved our bacon because we had uh, some kind of actuator or some kind of thing go go bad in the washing machine and that that was worth it to have the warranty there. So I'm wondering on whether or not I want to extend that or not. I don't know. It's just you know warranties are just it's like yeah. I, I think you're right, Mikey. You just well, have to kind of look at the risk assessment and and how much it, you're willing to pay. And again, too, you got to look at what you have. Now, when you bring up washer and dryer, that's mechanical stuff that could potentially go wrong. And that's not to say things don't go wrong with electronics or, you know, you have yeah. your Friday or Monday specials where somebody's trying to hurry stuff out the door and maybe sure. don't do things correctly. Um, and you also have to look at the manufacturers. I mean, um, Apple has a good reputation, but they still have stuff that goes to crap on them. But oh, yeah. I. 
And, you know, probably not to the extent uh, I'm guessing. I have never done uh, checked any studies or whatever, but um, I'm going to guess that they have a little higher quality than, like, say, I don't know, an exploding Samsung phone. Right. Um, although they've had a few issues along the way. But you look at the manufacturer, look at the way you use it, look at the device itself. Uh, like, say, something mechanical like a washer and dryer, you might want to consider it, especially if you have kids at home, you're doing a lot of laundry, uh, and who knows, maybe a crayon or, you know, Something rocks. might get run through rocks, um, you know, that kind of stuff. And look at the warranty, too. Will it cover it if you, you know, something like that, if there's rocks in there, they say, you know, that's your fault, you're screwed. Um, you, you know, you got to look at everything and kind of take it into consideration. Um, and for me, most of the time, since I like to think I'm reasonably careful um, and I don't hopefully abuse the crap out of things, uh, for me, I don't think it's worth it. I think it's better to take the hit once or twice. Now, if I see things start to change, then maybe I would get the warranty, but I would rather take the hit once or twice and save that money. I think in your case, Melissa, given your dad's track record, I think it, all jokes aside, I think it's a good idea to get the extended warranty. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm thinking. Either that or just a really good case. I actually think both. (laughs) Yeah. No no offense to your dad, none at all. No. None at all, but I'm just thinking both. Track history. Yes. That's true. Now, I mean, would you guys be the type that if you did break a device or a device broke or shattered or whatever, would you be the type that you would take it on and try to replace it yourself? Have you ever have you ever bought one of those kits or thought about it? Um, that's why we call Jody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or her well, granddaughter. Yes, I think uh, I think her granddaughter's repaired what three or four of her phones now. Yeah, no, I. When I had that problem with my MacBook Air where I was trying to take the battery out and I broke that little teeny tiny frickin' ribbon cable, <laughs> and I went, oh, jeez. Well, Jody! I just said I it to her. I, <laughs> I, I don't know that I would, but my son, um, the you know, the IT guy, um, he his iPhone 5, the battery started failing, so he got, and I think part of the problem was he got a cheap battery and put it in there. But he did replace the battery, but then it just started dying on him because I think the, you know, it was a uh, battery that we bought through Amazon. He should have probably got you know, some uh, from iFixit or some, you know, maybe OWC better quality. or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. But he did take it apart. He did put it back together, and he had good luck there. And he also, he's uh, he had a Mac Mini before I did, and he um, put a second hard drive in, I think, took out the uh, spinning drive. And uh, he did break the IR cable on it, but I don't think he needs IR that bad. So, um you know, it all depends upon your level of skill and competency. I wouldn't try to fix anything. He's a little bit more daring than I am, and it's more in his line of work that he would need to hone those sort of skills. But I don't – it depends upon what it is. Would I take an iPhone apart or an iPod? I don't think so. No, no. I, I would not um, – I'm not confident in my – Fine motor skills, I guess, is the best way to say it nowadays to do that. I mean, they were never great for the really tiny little stuff, Um, you know, and then they got a little better when the kids were getting all these toys and I was having to put all this shit together on Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, like Dad 101, huh? Yeah, I mean, mean, I've got all kinds of fine screwdrivers to do that and put battery doors on and all that kind of stuff. And I can do that. That's, That's still not an issue. That's all easy enough to do, but... When I've cracked the devices open a couple of times, like, again, back to that MacBook Air, some of those tiny little cables and connectors, I'm going, I cannot freaking see this stuff. So, yes, Mike's showing one of his mini toolkits. Yes. We now, know, the- we now know Mike's a real tool 
guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, nice and the nice thing, and the uh, the thing about this is we have a, a regional uh, hardware store called Menards. They give you Christmas presents or birthday presents. So this was, and actually I have two of them, but. Uh, uh, this is That's an actual. Funny. You call it Menards. I thought I've heard it called Maynards. No, this is Menards. M e n a r d s. Menards. But um, and they probably mispronounced. Like where, where are my nerds at? <laughs> there you go, Menards. Um, but this is a nice one, and it's got. Uh, and it, the only thing it doesn't have is the was it the penultimate or whatever it is uh, that you need for uh, pen, working. Pen lobes. Pen lobes. Pen lobes. Yeah, there you go. Uh, didn't have that, but otherwise I. I've used it to tear apart my MacBook before and work on the hard drive and uh, took the optical drive out and put the uh, – I've done the battery. That that. I, I, I like doing that. I enjoy the challenge of putting something, you know, taking it apart and putting it back together and having it work. I enjoyed uh, – my neighbor had a, a Wii, a Nintendo Wii that the kids had <laughs> – they were really little. They had used it as a piggy bank, and so there was some Oops. change floating around in there. But I actually had to order a tri-wing screwdriver from Hong Kong or or someplace and wait like three weeks for it to get here. And that's the only purpose that that tri-wing screwdriver has is for that specific uh, – that specific thing, and then uh, someone else gave me a Wii to take apart, and it's just, I don't know, I just think it's fun. I've actually saved electronics for the boys, and now they're at an age, not so much a little one, but the big one's starting to get really curious, and I said, you know, now let's let's do like a mommy and me kind of project where we take the tiny little screwdrivers, and I'll show them how to like put tape out, and show them how to put them on the tape and keep track of where they are. But I even said to my dad, since, since he's got this this third-gen iPad, he's like, well, what should I do with it? And he's like hemming and hawing over whether or not he wants to, to spend anything to replace it. And I said, well, why don't you buy my old one and then let's just hang on to that that broken one because it still gets power and it still powers on, but there's there's parts of the screen that's dead. And I said, when we come out over the summer, why don't we make that like a nice little like grandpa and, you know, grandson kind of project together and, and, you know, sit there and take it apart and let Lucian try to try to fix it. I just think it would be cool, you know. So what did you do with your summer? Well, my pop-up and I fixed an iPad together, you know. It's just like that. Oh, yeah. That would be like a little dream come true for me. I just think that would be cool. Yeah, I mean, I again, back when I was younger, I worked in a computer store. Um, I worked in the service department, you know, building computers and doing all that stuff. And, you know, again, I go back to the point in time when RAM wasn't on little teeny circuit boards. It was chips. Hmm. And I have, I still somewhere around here have my chip inserter where I was actually pushing chips onto the motherboards of computers, mm-hmm. you know, being cool. sure not to bend the pens, the pins mm-hmm. on all, you know, so I go back that far with, you know, building them and uh, the first I mean, I bought my first two computers, but then the next four or five, I built myself. So, I, you know, and again, I worked in a store. I would buy the parts. I'd handpick the parts, put it together, you know, and and do all that. So I've done it. And these were PCs, not Macs, of course. Um, So, I mean, I've done it, and I've done it a lot. But I just don't, I mean, everything keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and you know i'm going do i have a screwdriver or is this air in between my fingers you know because some of these screws are so damn tiny Mm. so yeah i don't know if i would i I mean i'll tackle certain things but there's other things like i then when i broke that cable i was replacing the battery in my macbook air because it had swollen up Mm -hmm. and won't go that one that i've got to do yeah and i broke and i broke the cable trying to take it apart because a, uh, a shock mount on the hard drive had stuck to the case, mm. 
and mm. I was trying to get it apart, and that's how I broke the cable. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, but that was the smallest stuff I've worked on recently. I mean, I put RAM in computers and and do stuff like that. Yeah, with my son now, I'm teaching him how to use the big tools. We were out working on the lawnmower last weekend and doing stuff like that. So, you know, just get out a bigger hammer if this doesn't work, son. Just you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's hmm. you know, that's where I'm at with it right now. So, you know, it is. What I just it is. love to tinker. Oh, I again, you stood. I had a uh, when we first got married. The one part of our basement wasn't finished in the house we were living in, and I had my bench set up over there. I had a test monitor set up. I had all this. I had all this test equipment set up. I was getting ready to buy an O-scope, and I didn't. Um, I don't even remember why I didn't. Like, but I was getting ready to buy an O-scope to do board tests and stuff like that. And I stay. I for some reason I didn't do it. But oh yeah. And do your do your kids do your kids enjoy that kind of stuff? Like sometimes I just have to wonder if tinkering is in is in someone's DNA because I feel like I come from a long line of tinkerers and technicians. Um, they do to some extent but not quite as much as I did. Um, mm-hmm. And I developed the passion for it when I was young, taking apart stuff. My mother really used to dread leaving me home alone. Because um, <laughs> there were like old... Where's the vacuum cleaner? No, I knew better to touch stuff like that. But she'd come home and go, why is that engine, you know, to be like a small engine that was sitting in the garage that really wasn't working that well, uh-huh. that I would tear completely apart? Uh-huh. No clue how to put the thing back together again. <laughs> Not a freaking clue, but I oh, tore yeah. it all apart. Yeah, and you see, well, I've done, I've done some of that. I never, and I've never built a computer. But now, like I say, talking about my son, uh, for fun, he would take his computers, shut them down, tear them apart, blow out the dust, uh, take it all apart, disassemble it, make sure it's all clean, uh, clean and shiny, and put it back together. He'd do that for fun. Um, he built several of his computers, so, and I have messed around with computers i put things in there but it's not my most favorite thing to do you know adding memory isn't too bad but you know trying to get a graphics card trying to get inside some of these computers as the computers got a little newer it was a little easier to get in there some of those early ones it was a real chore to try and you had to take things apart to get to things sometimes uh and so that was my most favorite thing but he like i say he's and he's turned it into a, a living for himself so um and so I don't know. I mean, I, he inherited a little bit of that from me, but he's done more of it on his own. Well, now, I used to tear into VCRs all the time. I used to fix VCRs on my own. Um, it's kind of like the, life, essential life skill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would open them up, realign the heads, replace the heads mm-hmm. and stuff in them and all that. It was just something I I did. Just I thought, well, shit, this thing isn't working. Let's see what I can do. You know, and I'd rip it apart. Or I had uh, one of the early DVD players... Um, a belt broke inside of it, the little thing that made the tray go in and out, mm-hmm. and um, that ran one of the gears or something. Maybe it was a gear that cracked. I don't remember what it was. Hell, I ripped it apart because I wanted the DVD, and I thought, well, shit, I've already got the thing apart. Let's see if I can fix it. I fixed it. Mm-hmm. It worked for I another just, year I love or two. watching my dad do that stuff. Like, I just grew up watching my dad tinker with stuff, and like one time he oh. dug out an old reel-to-reel player out of the trash like somebody was getting rid of it and I guess it just had one piece that was broken and they didn't know how to fix it so he fixed it and man we played with that thing for hours that was just like a new toy recording you know special effects and noises into it and stuff and it was just so much fun all because someone was throwing away this piece of junk that didn't work and he fixed it you well, know? Not, 
And I have to think with my family, it's more progressive because my, I'm thinking about my dad who grew up with horse and buggies and then, you know, got mechanical equipment. And my brothers would tell the story about uh, we had this round baler, made small round bales. It was a complicated thing. Once you get it set, you didn't want to mess with it. Well, dad was always out there. And I kind of see that myself uh, in some of that, too. You go out there and you start tinkering with things because you just want to change something a little bit. This is why <laughs> I don't use Photoshop because I start tinkering with things and with Franken photos. But um, – he would go out there and start tinkering with things after my brothers got it set. So finally they would hit like the uh, hide the owner's manual so he couldn't go out there and he wouldn't know what to adjust because he would screw things up more than he fixed it. So I think in our family it's like each uh, generation gets better at this stuff. So uh, that's my hope anyway. My, and my thing too is when I used to do that is because I had a good place to work. When I worked in the store, you know, I had a bench sitting there that – I had all the tools I needed. I had all the parts that were right there that I could readily grab if I needed to replace something. I had every tool that I could ever use to do something. And then when I had my own bench at home, I had all the parts. I mean, I used to have bulk. I used to buy mice for computers in bulk. I'd have, you know, five or ten of them sitting around. And uh, I'd have extra keyboards and sound cards and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I could just pull it off and insert and go to town and fix stuff. Um but nowadays, I've lost right. the desire to do it. <laughs> well, and Jake that, and I have one of those bins out in the garage that's just got all kinds of like scuzzy cables and all yes. kinds of just shit well, in there. And I just think, I have you two know, of them. I could build my own spaceship someday well, if I really had to. And you see, uh, this summer uh, we always kidded uh, my son. We always he had a he has a wardrobe in his uh, wardrobe in his room because he doesn't have a closet, and so he had like a couple shelves in there, probably like three shelves dedicated to computer stuff. We called it the computer warehouse. <laughs> I have one of those in my bedroom right now. Sure. So he would he would get old computers. I don't, he would I'm take. Girl, I don't buy shoes. Sure. Well, he would uh, he would uh, get old computers just things that people were throwing away. He'd salvage the memory chips. He'd take yeah. the sound cards out of them, the video cards, anything that could be taken out, even a few hard drives. And so we had them in there. And finally, this summer, we're kind of going, hey, you know, I really don't think we need IDE drives anymore. Mm-hmm. Floppy drives, so we can probably get rid of them. We just, because it's just, um, <laughs> although where he works, they still use MS-DOS on some of their machines, oh, because yeah. why replace them? But, um, That's why you need you that know, geek shed. Well, yeah. Uh, but so, you know, we went through and just kind of got rid of some of that stuff because at some point you got to let, you know, old things go. Um, and just, he, he did keep some things. So we kept a few, we didn't get rid of everything. There's a couple of sound cards back there just in case an old graphics card or two around here in case we get the urge to fiddle around with one of these old computers we got around here. I, and I got rid of a, a bunch of them too, but I do have one or two kicking around here if we want to mess with things, but we kept a few around. We're not going to get rid of everything, but we did, you know, downsize a lot and get rid of stuff. Yeah. There's like a satisfaction that I get from like being able to make old stuff work. Well, it's that laptop my sister gave me um, that had come originally with Windows XP on it. The thing's probably 10 years old, if I remember right. I can't remember how old. Maybe might be even a little older than that. And I resuscitate. She said, oh, it's not worth a damn. Just get wipe it clean and get rid of it for me. And I thought, well, wait a minute here. And I ended up putting Linux on it. And we use it. The kids use it occasionally when we're upstairs. You could probably put uh, turn it into a Chromebook nowadays. I thought about doing that now. I, I have uh, 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 Ubuntu Mate on it, and it works fine. Um, the biggest drawback is I don't use it often enough, and I have my Dropbox account on it. So, then, so then when I boot it up, it has to sit there, and it takes like 10 or 15 minutes to, to sync all the Dropbox shit up that's changed. Oh, I would just, yeah. just, I would just pull the plug on that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I really ought to just turn that sync off. But um, 
yeah, it's, you know, I recover stuff that way. I'll rebuild stuff with a new version of the software or a clean install or something like that. But, you know, it is fun to recover stuff. Well, before we get too far down the road here, because this is the type of thing that folks could turn into a three-hour cruise, to, to quote it, <laughs> uh, um, I will move us on to our picks this week. And uh, in all fairness to Melissa, I had not updated the dollar amount, so she gets a, a bit of a buy, but I'll let you tell you. She already. Oh, I updated it. Okay. Well, well, well you good. guys were talking about something up, so that's so why I updated it. So go ahead. <laughs> so I was I alluded to it earlier, but my my pick since you you upped it to about a thousand, so now I really want the iPhone Seven Plus two hundred fifty six gig with Apple Care. I okay. wouldn't have to have Apple Care, but it would just be nice to have it, and then I can just really really just use it as a as a main computer. I I got to play with one last week. A client got one and. And, uh, oh, man, it's just it's one gorgeous piece of glass. Oh, I'm sure it is. That's why I haven't gone anywhere near to touch one. <laughs> Stay away. It's like when the first time I got got my hands on the very first generation iPad, it was downhill drooling from there on. So, And then it took the course of maybe three weeks before I had one. So, yeah. No, not happening. Kevin's not touching them. Going Stay away. Same reason mm. I haven't picked up an iPad Pro. Staying away. Put it down. Step away from the iPad. Yep. So no, that's a great pick, though, Melissa. I I do envy you. That's a that's something to to ascend to. You're getting better at this game too. So. I am. I, I was so proud of myself. <laughs> You're doing much better. So, so so we'll move on to Michael here. He's got something to do with his butt or something. I don't. No no no. <laughs> uh, well, okay, and I, I wish I could make the school pay for this, but uh, there's times that, you know, I come home from pushing broom or, you know, whatever I happen to be doing or shoveling that evil snow is coming here eventually. Um, and, you know, you feel tired and achy and sore. And so I've kind of looked at these before, and, yeah, it's going to go on my wish list. I don't know if I'll ever get it. But uh, I have, and I'll, quote, I'll read it, it from... Uh, yeah, I'll read it from the Amazon site here. It's the 2016 Best Valued Massage Chair, new full-featured luxury Shizutsu uh, chair. Shiatsu massage. Yeah. Shiatsu, there we go. Chair built in heat, true zero gravity positioning with deep tissue massage. And I just look at that thing and go, ah. Yeah. Uh, a yeah. man. <laughs> I don't. What, what <laughs> well, sorry. I mean, I was speaking for myself. Sure, there you go. We're going metaphorically but here. It's only it's only one thousand two hundred forty nine dollars. Yeah, I'm like a nickel short, but I think uh, you buy uh, tax. There we go. Um, but I'm looking at it, and it's you know you put your feet in. There's a pocket for your feet to go in, and the massages it there, and these things that envelop your legs, and then you wrap your arms in these things, and there's uh, stuff that comes up on the side there, and will massage the side of your head or whatever and you got you can pick which part of your body you want to you know massage and how you want it done well, that's how would you ever get out dirt. of a like that i don't know if i would i would probably put wheels on it and just drive it to work yeah uh, it would hook me up to an iv and <laughs> yeah uh you know and uh do you want to come to work well you know depends um, uh, yeah that's all you need get the depends and then you don't have to get up right. there you go, there you go. This, this um, is this is your move towards the Wally future. <laughs> there right. you go. Exactly, it really is. 
Yeah, and I could and I could see myself, you know, uh, just sinking down on that thing. Because there's days I come home from work, and depending upon what's going on, especially during the summer when we're moving stuff or carrying stuff around, and my legs are just kind of throbbing. And it'd just be nice to have something that would just, you know, work them and get them to relax a little bit and maybe keep my circulation moving or something like that. So it's it's a wild dream, but, you know, it looks pretty cool. It does. I, I have to give you credit. That does look pretty cool. I do. I do like the looks of that. Well, mine's something else to relax with, but not quite the same way. I already have a recliner. I think I might have have a what they call the big man's recliner thing stretches out to the length of a queen size bed. So I mean, oh my it's, God. it's huge. It's great. I mean, it, I can stretch out in it. I almost don't hang over. I do hang over a little bit, um, but I, you know, it, it's great. I love my recliner. But to go perfectly along with that, I'm thinking that a nice 65 inch. UHD 4K TV would be perfect. So, folks, that's what I have put in there this week. It was, uh, and I chose a Vizio because Vizio is the ones I've had, and I really like the Vizio brand. Oh, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've got two Vizios, and they're awesome TVs. Um, this 4K Ultra HD uh, is just, just gorgeous. The picture I've actually seen the smaller version of this one in the store, and it's just freaking beautiful. I mean, I can see me, of course, if I got this, then I'd have to go get a new PlayStation that does, uh, you know, 4K and then buy the new video games that I can play in 4K. I probably wouldn't do anything but watch the intros to the damn video games. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just, yeah, they're they're just so cool. I mean, like I said, the two videos I have are, are, are uh, 1080p televisions, and they're gorgeous. The pictures on them are spectacular. Um, and like I say, I think Vizio is a good price-performance you know, not high-end, but not on the bottom like Westinghouse or some of those other brands are. Insignia, I think, Best Buy's brand or something like that. So, yeah, this would be it. This would this would let me veg out. I could uh, I could watch Allison and, you know, on, on a 65 <laughs> High def. Yeah. So uh, that's all I need, Allison Sheridan and high def. Oh, okay. <laughs> Steve oh. would be okay, but Allison, oh. Not sure I can deal with Allison and high def. No, I'm kidding, Allison. Stop yelling at me. Um, but anyway, so that's my pick for this week. So we've 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 come full circle here, folks. We are going electronic uh, poor, I think, almost this week with what we're choosing. Well, folks, I think that's going to wrap the show up this week. The internet gods were kind enough to sort of let us get there. Mike's been having video trouble. Melissa's just hated her. She's had a hard time getting connected. So be nice. I can hear you. I know it can. <laughs> They, they have ears. So, oh, look, Mike's picture's back again. His picture keeps coming and going. Well, see how long this lasts. I don't know what's going on, if it's my camera, if it's the computer, if it's the network. Anyway, my camera keeps shutting down, so I don't know what's going on. Aren't here. we in some kind of funky retrograde somewhere somewhere along the way? Retrograde? Are you going Zodiac on us here? I don't know. I'm willing to blame anything. I'm, I need to, like, sacrifice a chicken or something. I told you earlier we're out of virgins. So. <laughs> rubber chicken. Yeah, there we go. Rubber chicken. And there goes Mike's video again. Anyway, so, so we'll go around the room here real quick so everybody can figure out where they can find you. We'll start with the lady first, of course. Melissa? <laughs> oh, well, my internet's working. You can find me over at themacmommy.com. There you go. Go over and, and uh, take a look at what she might say. Be careful about how you reply to it because she has a 12-year-old boy's mind, too, at times, folks. I'm just going to say. <laughs> just at just, times. Just going to put it out there. Put it out no, there. I have the mind of a 12-year-old boy all the time. It's just that occasionally I might have the mind of an adult. Yeah. Well, there we go. So just 
putting it out there, folks. That's the way it is. Michael? Uh, yeah, if you want to hear what I have to say, uh, you can find me on Twitter at DSC Chipman, and I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K, and uh, keep you up to date on uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk. We, our last uh, program that we put out was Mars Attack, so if you want to find out what we have to say about that movie, go check us out at uh, SciFiTechTalk.com. Yes, and you can find where Mike's spreading his goo. Anyway, uh, if you want to find out more about me, folks, you can go over to twitter.com forward slash P-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A or about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. Uh, if you want to find out more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments in iTunes are always welcome. They help the show get discovered. Even the bad comments help us get discovered. So it pushes it up in the ratings or, or rankings or something, whatever the hell. I don't know what the algorithm is but folks we hope you've enjoyed the show this week we certainly enjoyed talking and bringing it to you and please remember if you do nothing else between now and next week don't forget to hug a geek you're listening to the (laughs) g-man he made a few boo-boos right you coming out for one of your biggest events that's true and all i saw was him looking down reading the auto cue for heaven's sake mr cook Get your mm together, and you don't know what you're talking about. For your biggest product. I was not <laughs> impressed at all. <laughs> even even the excitement. Japanese guy who can't speak English did a better job than Tim Cook. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the G-Man. <laughs>